Hello, welcome to Waiting for Game, your new favorite podcast from your friends at Melee Stats. We're back again for a third week, and uh, we're going international. We started from the uh, New York, uh, Cody Schwab. Hey, I'm walking over here. The water makes the pizza good. Uh, of IBDW. And then you got the Hey Man SoCal. It's all about surfing and in and out of slime. And we're taking an international flight over the pond. And now we're going to see our good friend Pipsqueak, the uh, rising Swedish fox player. And uh, joining him, <laughs> joining him is Edwin Budding. Don't do uh, a Boston accent. Please, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, well, you're born in Jamaica. You, you... It's only fair that I do a Jamaican accent. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Melee Stats ends. <laughs> What's going on? We, it's such a joy to be here with, with you and Pipsqueak. You know, this is, I was going to say the best part of my week every week, but... Uh, Oh, I mean, weekend is great. Probably that's the best. Uh, second best part. I mean, I love a Friday night. A Friday night with a cold beer. That's great. But this is definitely a top three moment of every week where I can just talk to my good friends about the game I love most, which is Melee. And uh, we're, we're going to have a really cool one. You know, we are talking to uh, the best in Europe, according to our uh, our little Twitter thing. And uh, I'm excited to talk about all the things European today with uh, with Pipsqueak. So Pipsqueak, are you going to blame us uh, for ruining your sleep schedule when we talk about Regen? Or no, <laughs> I, okay. I, I will. Never I will. I will let you say that. Take. We'll, we'll take the blame. That no, I, I have no, no. I have no blame. My sleep schedule is great for Regen. I, I. You did not manage to ruin it despite your best efforts. No, uh, but they don't know that. You can. You can throw all the blame on us. Say that There's we made you stay up until 3 a.m. every night and you couldn't possibly have region. Uh, it was because uh, these people, they, they held me hostage and uh, I, I, I didn't even like get to see my family. It's, it's a very rough period of my life and uh, now they're, they're forcing me to stay here. And I, 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 SOS, someone help me. Yeah, we're, we're making you uh, like sleep two hours a day, keep you awake the wow. entire time generous are we today <laughs> yeah he actually has close get this close to stockholm syndrome <sighs> bruh i live in stockholm that it's, it's not even it doesn't even work at that level how did you uh, how did you manage to not make it work on like four different levels that's God. very impressive i have to be honest i wasn't but, sure whether you lived in the city itself or like outside so, so, i forgot my favorite so my favorite of swedish shitty swedish swedish city is uh close to stockholm so uh, the way it works is uh, to Sweden is very interesting in that our weather, since it historically has been very cold, our settlements are in a way where um, the our cities are pretty big and then there's like a lot of space in between. So um, there's a little bit of exception nowadays because but like the historically like big ones, they are pretty far apart. Um, and the higher up you go, the fewer of them there are. And Stockholm is sort of like, we don't say like, Everything that was around Stockholm has become Stockholm. It's just Stockholm now. Well, I, Damn. for one, am glad that Edwin Baum so 
miraculous. Uh, I'll make it up. I'll make up for it during the stock exchange. I promise. Okay, well, we might not <laughs> even get there <laughs> if it's like this. Uh, I, I was worried. I, for one, was worried. Uh, we, we do a little, uh, not a pre-show for the podcast, but we, we just check the levels, make sure that no one's going to be extremely loud or anything. Uh, and, and during this, I was singled out of conversation. These two right here picked every single thing They're, they buddy buddied up on every single thing and and didn't leave a word in for me edgewise so i was really worried that this would happen on the main show uh but considering edwin kind of did that i am i'm very tickled pink that uh that he did that because i don't think it's going to be happening i feel like you you're lying uh it, it, this does not match my recounting of events and especially i want to say this was something uh, i had no part in i didn't do any of this and then i was just involved i got specifically asked about something you have no knowledge of and i couldn't ref <laughs> i can't refuse you know like i can't go on a podcast and refuse the like questions right this well that's not how this works. Don't blame <laughs> well, me. I'm a victim just as much as you are. We're all as much as I would as much as I would love to have a separate podcast be all about art core and progressive metal. I don't think that's what the listeners or the viewers are here for today. I think we're here to talk about regen online. Aren't we? No. <laughs> uh Europe has been making some huge moves. You know, we, we talked about it briefly in the episode that we had last week with slime. And I think that like this week, probably one of the, the better showings for Europe as a whole um, and, and like how it can continue to grow and, and really meet these expectations that people are putting on it. Uh, region online, of course, the uh, latest in the same circuit, which this is, uh, United Kingdom's version of their tournament. Uh, I kind of got it wrong last week because I said, who knows, Germany, who knows, maybe UK. Yeah, but, this, uh, was the United, this was the UK one. This was the British one. And um, I, uh, you know, I want to talk about this. Let's get into it. Do we have to talk about the elephant in the room first? You're asking me? Yes. Yeah, I'm good. We can talk about it. Okay. Uh I mean, I think one of the more important things is that uh, from your post-tournament Twitter, uh, after you go through all the tweets. <laughs> I did. I haven't tweeted that much. It's less than normal, okay? It, it happens. He's, he's working on it. It's, it's all part of the process. Yeah, I'm working on tweeting more just to spike you. <laughs> yeah. uh, after you go through all the uh, tweets, you know, I, I did see uh, tweets that you said that you felt very happy with your performance very pleased no. what would you, how would you describe it well what, what, what would you say no, you were where, where, where did you get this from this is not what i said maybe this wait is, we're is off on such a bad foot is oh, your no. uh, is your twitter frenzy ssbm <laughs> ah mm, no i yeah, okay. i legitimately so thought you had here? a tweet <laughs> no so so what happened was it's pretty simple um no uh it, so i'm happy in the way that I've had a uh, uh, a bit of a hard time recently in the fact that I was very behind in my studies and stuff because I uh, have a pretty complicated situation with like my living situation and all that stuff and uh, studying and getting all that shit done. So I had two weeks where I had to like drop mail entirely and just like super cram stuff and you know catch up. Uh, but what really uh, like I guess annoyed me was that. Uh, it wasn't even 
that I was playing that bad. I feel like I was playing pretty good until I got iced out, uh, pun intended, for 84 minutes in winners uh, before my set. And I was told, oh, you're playing soon. There, it's fine. Just get ready to play. And I stopped warming up and I like went in and sorted everything out in Smash EG. And then it took over an hour until I got to play. It took the set before me, took 84 minutes and... Uh, they played 30 stocks and 12 games because Germany and the UK kept disconnecting. And uh, uh, that was the annoying part. But given that that happened and that was outside my control, I feel like I did pretty well. I feel like I wasn't like angry. My mentality was decent. I was mostly stressed about competing. But yeah, I think that's what the tweet was. The tweet was something along the lines of, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not disappointed that I like, you know, couldn't perform or like that i that i messed up super hard or i'm not super angry right i'm mostly like okay i lost but i lost to someone who you know did what i told them to do because ice beat me in a very poetic way he beat me by reaction tech chasing me with crouch which is something <laughs> a year ago or no two years ago now I did that to him for like the first time and I said you have to do this this is broken I, I shouldn't have beat you at Super Bowl the, the only reason I beat you is because I did this and now we went to FD game five again and the reason he won was because he hit that dash out of crouch and killed me and I was like okay fine I can't be mad you beat me with my technique this is fine uh, so yeah I I, uh, I I found the tweet by the way um, what is it? I can't believe I finished the same event without feeling soul crushed I'm instead just regular crushed. Oh, uh, no. So you could oh. see how I read that as happy. <laughs> oh no, I can tell you what it's about. This is so sad. So the same events, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but this is a very, very important like PSA or like a, a what's the word for it? This is a sincere um, plead. I'm, I'm pleading for TOs to learn this in the future um every previous same event has had 200 entrants plus and it's been a one-day event with round robin pools and you can't do round robin pools with 200 people and one-day events and the reason i'm only crushed this time and not soul crushed is because i didn't play for 12 hours and then lose. I only played seven hours and then lost. And oh my god, I felt so good. I felt so good at the end of the event. I, it was like nine. I was out of the bracket at nine. It started at two instead of it starting at eleven and me being out at eleven. I was so happy. Oh my god. I I ended the bracket. I'm 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 so mad. I'm so sad. I quit the stream. I didn't even say hello, goodbye. I just clicked end stream and i was so sad and then 10 minutes later i was like fuck i gotta eat, I gotta eat dinner what it's dinner time this isn't what i'm used to i'm used to being like i gotta wake up tomorrow it's midnight so yeah that's why i was only crushed it's like the tournament crushed didn't crush me this the loss crushed me and that's so much better ah! oh. oh it sounds like a huge improvement <laughs> Yes. I, having it over two days turns out uh, a much better experience as a competitor, not going to lie. Well, what <sighs> was the experience like, I guess, uh, watching the rest of the tournament? Like, did it go as you expected? Like, was there was there anything yes. of note that you... Yeah. 
I'm sad, but yes, it did go as expected. Uh, so I, it, I lost to Mint, and I lost to Mint because of basically like not being. I, I was very stressed. I was like, I had 84 minutes to psych myself up and, you know, overstress myself. So I played very, very shaky that set. And then uh, he played Frenzy. And immediately after I saw that set, I realized that he sort of did the, the thing where, you you know, when you play very, very well, and then as soon the longer into the set it goes, like the, the more stressed you get. And it's very, very obvious that you're like... Uh, you're not really in the game five mentality at the moment. I sort of saw that in winners and I was like, okay, if Mint and Frenzy play again, Frenzy's going to win. And then Levingi managed to beat Solo Battle. And I saw that and I'm like, I don't think Levingi's ever beaten Frenzy. Frenzy's amazing in the Ditto. He's so good in the Ditto. It's ridiculous. And then uh, he has beaten him, but it's been a while. And then I was like, okay, so there's... If Solo Battle doesn't make it up there, the two people that are left in the tournament, uh, they, they they can't beat him. Like I Mint had the like mentality issue. I felt like that probably wouldn't get fixed. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, uh, and then Levingi, I think, just has a pretty bad time versus Frenzy. And then Ice. I looked at the bracket and solo battle falls down to play ice and uh, in my head i don't think the way ice plays against puff works very well so i saw that and i was like okay so there's like a 95 percent chance frenzy wins this but i really hope he doesn't because he's my one competitor in the like point value so my only goal now is to pray as hard as possible that he loses so that i get more points than him uh and then uh, he won so i mean good job frenzy you're you're very good at the game and uh fucking i'm mad i will beat you next time I, I shouldn't have gone to losers. If I beat Mint, this wouldn't have happened, maybe. You know, and uh, as much as I want to talk about the uh, the leaderboard, because, uh, man, there, there's some juicy stuff right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, uh, let's see if we can go a little more into, like, Mint's run specifically. I think this was a, a surprise for some people who might not have really known Mint's results from land tournaments. Uh, definitely a player who was not able to enter as much stuff to like really show like how top 100 level he was. Uh, And then one of the many players to switch to box during the pandemic, I believe. Important correction here. He played a controller this set. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's and and, and we finally get to see him on uh, controller again and look what happens, right? Like this, this is probably a good, moment to show all the people who might not be familiar with mint uh like what we're really talking about when we talk about uh the ability to play at such a high level that he has so obviously you know the pipsqueak set <clears throat> we, don't, yeah. we, we don't need to get further into that um but the, the entire run was, was pretty impressive for me uh really showcased like how high of a level even the mints of europe are able to uh perform <laughs> Even yeah, I mean, even just ago. even just looking at it right now, like I I always mention this when it comes to like deep bracket runs, but you can never take uh you can never take like victories over good players like cumulatively for granted. 
like if you if you're taking a look at like the people he's beating like they, this is a lot of like europe's mid-level and like notable rising players like max mayhem king like you know maybe a year and a half ago you would have taken mint for granted in a lot of these but like those three players have gotten a lot better in the last no, year I, I would still take it for granted uh i have a hot really? take about mint uh, or not a hot take but i i Mint is the exact type of playstyle that I think it's the type of player that tells me until you reach this like very specific top level, he's the one person you'll never ever beat is pretty much it. So like <laughs> if there's anyone in bracket here except Triff, Triff on Peach, you're not beating Triff on Peach, there's no way. Uh, outside of Triff, I think in this bracket here, it's the one person I'm like, if you're mid-level, you're not, you're not beating Mint. Like, I feel like you guys have said this about Mint, like, and by you guys, I mean, all of Europe is the source of a, of an old beef between melee stats in Europe. You guys yeah. have been Mint believers for the longest time. And we, we've believe, believed in him too. Uh, we, who, we loved him when he was the game five. What we believed in him when he was the game five master before. But I, I think it's very funny that like, Every region has their one player who they all go to bat for, who like the rest of the world does not like mm. fully have the context to. And I feel like Mint has been that way in Europe for such a long time. In that case, I want to give some context because the, this is a very personal reason for why. Uh, I this has, I guess, this hasn't really like even come up that often because we very rarely run into each other in bracket but he's essentially always been my bracket demon uh for ages and it's because the one thing he's really really good at dealing with is the one bad habit i have and it's always been this way so like i talk to other like i talk to present and i think present is decent at calling this out but and he doesn't have the same bad habit that i have so to him he's like no i think I think you're better than Mint. Like, I, I have a harder time playing you than I have playing Mint. But then every time I play Mint, he beats me in this exact same way. And I, I'm working very hard on, like, solving it. But that one bad habit is sort of the... Um, if he doesn't do anything, it's very easy to play in a way that, like, automatically loses against him. And that he he plays at distances and uh, very reactively. And you just run in and if you do it even like a little bit too far away you're gonna lose every time and he's by far the best like whiff punisher in europe and i feel like at the mid level and at like all of these upcoming players the one thing that separates a like real top player in melee in my opinion to a uh, weaker player is mostly just the uh the the confidence of when to commit to an option an, an approach uh, like how deep can you be before you commit to something and mint is very very good at if you commit too early you're going to lose every time and that's what i do that's like my biggest weakness i want to say that i i commit too early a lot of the time and uh the that's why i think he's such a like hard player to beat as a mid-level because if i look at uh if i look at king the falco it's like the the biggest difference between king and frenzy isn't that king kills you in 10 times as many hits or that his lasers are way worse or that he can't shine out a shield or like you know all these things obviously are part of it but the biggest thing is just that frenzy he'll be too he'll be too like character lengths away from you and he won't do anything he's like yeah i know you can hit me but do you want to 
And I mean, King doesn't really have that yet. And if you don't have that, I think it's very, very hard to beat Mint. I think it's very difficult. <clears throat> so I think uh, one of the biggest stories from Regen Online, if we're going to go from Northern Ireland and then yeah. go to mainland uh, United Kingdom, is uh, Prof. Prof, right? Uh, if you're talking about people who are act as gatekeepers of their region, you know, from an outsider's perspective, I would say that prof is that player for, uh, you know, definitely uh, Britain as a whole, but, but possibly Europe. Um, and we saw him lose to Renzo in uh, what was it? Round two pools. Yes. Like uh, what? I, I so would not have called that. <laughs> what, what's your insight on this? Give, give me some insight. I, I want to hear. I'll, I'll give the meme insight first, which is just the answer, Marf. But uh, the, the way it works, I think, is that Prof has... <sighs> Talking about Prof and his playstyle, there's a lot of things I don't agree with, but he, he, he I'd call him a con artist in how he plays, in that <laughs> even when he plays bad, he looks like he's playing amazing. He's the type of player that, like, if I look at him play, no matter what he thinks he's playing or like how much he misses he looks like he's the most like on point fox of all time it's just like the way he moves he just like sells this illusion to me that he's the most technical player on the planet and then i look and it's like he missed four punishes in a row and like missed two edge guards and i'm like wait no why do i think he's on point he never misses these what's happening and i like i get sold on that and what i feel like versus marv it's the one character that's like if so, so here's why I think the, the Fox matchup is so hard, uh, or the Marf matchup is so hard as a Fox main. It's the fact that if Marf runs up to you and like does rock, paper, scissor, uh, nair, F smash, grab, if he, if he does those three things sort of at like the same distance, you kind of just like either have to guess right or, uh, punish like cleaner than him which requires so hard execution and still if they punish really well it's like kind of impossible but against most morphs you can you cannot punish them uh until you get to like you know sane but before that point your execution is like really difficult there and i feel like the way prof plays he's sort of it, it's it's way harder to beat him if you're like okay i'm gonna call out his movement i'm gonna I'm do this and you know really i'm gonna show i'm the better player but if you run up and you know get the grab then he loses and i think he's pretty vulnerable to that where it's like he he he, he wants to make it you have to interact with him in one way but if you just don't pick that way and do like three other things it's very easy in comparison and as a fox main early bracket what hands hello <laughs> work so i it is what it is uh, all right he dropped and renzo is really good i want to point this out renzo yeah. is really good he just hasn't entered the net play for ages but yeah was like, i was gonna was like i was gonna in, yeah in, what is it netherlands yeah yeah i was gonna mention that the netherlands in particular is just like it's one of those re i I spoke with Rich, Melee Stats patron, and a Norwegian player about this before, and he mentioned how he was convinced that, like, you could take 15 inactive Netherlands players or, like, rarely active Netherlands players, and they would keep up with the best of other countries. And seeing Renzo beat Prof, I felt I felt pretty surprised, obviously happy for Renzo, but I was also annoyed <laughs> because I didn't I didn't include him in my in my 100 players uh. to look out for in Europe because I considered him inactive. 
I was so oh. annoyed. Like, why you got to show me up like this? Edwin, Your Edwin, Edwin. How are you going to let... after I not include you? How how are you going to let Pipsqueak talk about how there's no skill involved in beating Prof in Marth Fox no, as no, a Marth that main? That's not that's what, what I said. That's what I heard. That's not what I said. No, I said the music style works very well. Uh, it's not easy to like actually make it a true rock paper scissor. That's why you don't see every Marth like you know beat every Fox because it's very very difficult to make it like you know a real mix up if you don't if you don't know exactly how to do it but if you do then that's a good way to like beat prof because i feel like renzo is very very strong in the punish game and he yeah. has really tricky movement but he's also the one thing that makes him the scariest as a fox main is the fact that i feel like he's the type of player that just he has a timer and this timer it takes down it's like entropy and it's it's the one like brain cell that says hello f smash and it just it doesn't get questioned every other morph it's like okay <laughs> so f smash brain cell are you sure it's time to f smash yeah i'm sure i'm sure really though okay i'll f smash and it's too late and it misses but i feel for him it's like the brain cell comes and it's like f smash and it's like okay i i now uh, he's so good at not doing it in like obvious spots but when he does like the high risk stuff it comes out of nowhere and i really like watching him but i hate playing him he's the type of morph <laughs> I, I i just the thought of playing him is like the most stressful thing because he just like does like four you know edge cancels in a row and like you, you see him just like move around you're like what are you doing and then he just throws out the like basic runoff the, the, the half the stage and just grab you and you're like what yeah. are you playing against i mean look you can't blame a guy for trying uh, you gotta do what you gotta we, do. We talked about it. No, you can't blame me for trying, is what I'm saying. Uh, I tried to pit you two against each other because, like we said, you guys happen. got too buddy buddy in the pregame. Yeah, I'm now you're I, the enemy. I've been the enemy this entire time. You guys bonded about how much you hate eating meat, and I'm here a carnivore. <laughs> I'm on the meat I... only diet. One one thing I'll one thing I'll mention about uh one thing about about Prof and Pip maybe you can get some insight into this I never quite understood like when I see Prof in a player pool that he plays a lot like whether it's yeah. the rest of the UK or even like at the Levos that he'd enter he just seems so reliable like impossible to upset like he just beats he seems like the kind of player where like if he plays someone worse like you mentioned like the gatekeeper or like the kind of players that just never lose and you look at prof in the in the fields that he competes in it feels like he's that kind of player but i also feel like i i don't know why people outside of the like who he plays with tend to give it tend to sometimes randomly scare him like losing to renzo like how what is renzo like what, what makes him different than all the other like good players that prof beats all the time or even someone like Ja Raiden like out of mm. out of the UK. I wonder what give like what those players have or like what prof doesn't know to like exploit in those players that he does and all the people that he plays all the time. And I guess that'll be the last thing uh yeah. we can say with prof. So I I think the reason here is pretty simple. It's uh so so mint it's sort of you can trace the history here i think mint is sort of like a reaction to prof in a lot of ways like the way obviously if you you're in a they're not in the same region but they, they still play each other fairly regularly right and um i feel like when someone comes up after the 
you know top player is already there then you sort of you form your play style around them pretty well and i think uh you're inspired by them and you 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 have that as like a model but i think what mint does is he um uh he's way more comfortable doing standard he's way more comfortable playing the game and not the opponent i feel like prof has sort of this issue where all of his mechanics are really really good but i don't think i ever feel like i play prof and he just like runs at me and you know presses buttons and does it better than me ever even though yes it's extremely good execution i never feel like this happens but when i when i play mint then sometimes that will just happen where he's like okay well this is a good place to do an air or a good place to do a dare i'm just gonna do it and you know i got hit and i lose and because prof doesn't really do this i think prof is very very much in the camp of like the side of the spectrum where it's like he he, he beats me and he beats me as a player not as like an execution test right like it, it obviously there's part of that too but i feel like i have to do something and then he has to have the correct reaction and then he beats me he never does something and you know forces me to react and that's really really hard to beat if he's got experience beating you because if you played him and you know it's the same region then he's learned what you like to do and he knows what to look out for and you know you're gonna play and he's gonna wait and he's not gonna do anything you're gonna make the same option you like doing you're gonna run at him in the way he knows you're gonna run at him and you're going to lose but if there's a new player i think the way mint and i i think i'm way further in this direction where i just like you know playing the game better than you i don't like beating you particularly i like playing the game better than you uh it it's way easier to play someone out of region that way because you just out mechanics them. you run at them and you do a better aerial than they do you get a bigger punish you edge guard better and then you don't really consider what type of player it is but the way prof plays it's like okay let me get info and let's let me like beat you as a player and this is obviously hyperbole because he's a very good player too like as mechanics he's not only gonna do this but i think if you're gonna point at one like big difference and why he's so good versus in region players and comparatively so bad at like on out of region players that that's why i think uh that that he needs time more so than other foxes mm -hmm. um you know it, it's really interesting that you mention in region versus out of region because like it was announced last week, we are guaranteed to have uh, the winner or the, the the first place on the leaderboard of the same circuit after FET or FATE, uh, as fat, they like to call it. We we went over this. It's okay, pronounced I, I, FET in French, and then well, we went over this on like an episode. It's, of a, year it's ago. a bad. It's a bad name. It's a bad. Uh, sorry, hot take. It's such a bad tournament name. <laughs> Ignore it. I, I just call it the F tournament at this point. It's just it's the F word. Just move on. So after the F word, the uh, yeah. number one is going to go to Summit, which is like the biggest out of region thing, right? Um, yes. You were at Summit before, not as a competitor, but as a coach for Prison when he went. And now, I mean, I don't want to jinx anything, but you very likely have the opportunity to go as a competitor for the first time. And if not you, we could see another possibly first time competitor from Europe. Uh, how do you think Europe will fare at a at Summit? You know, if, if it's you or if it's a different person or just like any hypothetical, like how, how do you think you guys will do? 
I think we'll do well. I think the so it's it's hard for me to say because I feel like the people who will go to summit from the US, depending on how it's done, um, if it's not the netplay demons or not, like the the super grinders like you know Ben or uh, what Kodorin Ben. Um, I've seen Jmuk a lot. I've seen uh, Moki. Like, if there's more names that are like from the previous era, I think we'll yeah. do comparatively better than we've ever done before. If there's the names from now, I don't really know because the, the to me it feels the, the way it feels to me is uh, Leffen has gone over this, but the way the US works, I feel like a lot of players. Uh, are way better in tournament than we are in Europe. I mm. feel like the the there's less tournaments here, and the way I like playing, I kind of hate netplay tournaments. I've entered all the big ones, and I'm gonna enter all the same events now to get more like experience. But I dislike netplay tournaments immensely because it doesn't feel nearly as rewarding, and it feels just as bad losing, even worse because I can't like leave the room and you know be gone. Uh, Do you but... think this is why? Percent was like deemed the friendlies monster at, at Smash Summit. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Uh, yes, I, I remember he, all he, the top players talking about him in friendlies. Mm-hmm. So, so Percent is more extreme than basically anyone else in this way because he grew up in a region with no tournaments and he's also like super, super remote from everyone else. So, and he's also the player that like shoulders the entirety of his country's hopes on him every single time he enters <laughs> anything and then also every single other region talks about how good he is constantly and has a super high expectations for him but he also like doesn't really get like an insane amount of experience so even though he's amazing i feel like he has more pressure than most people and he's especially as, you know at summit it's like you go to summit as a European. It's you know you're representing the entire region, and you, you and then you hear all the top players saying like, "Oh, he's so good!" Oh, and you have to show it constantly. It, I, I, it's a, a lot of pressure, and I feel like he's always had this. He's always been the type of player to just play better in friendlies than in mm-hmm. you know tournament normally. So yeah, I feel like this is represented even better with him than with you know any other European. But it is the same dynamic for sure. Um, and so I think if I go, uh, or frenzy goes, I think it's, it's hard for me to say, I think we're going to do very well compared to what people think, but people isn't top players. I, I'm, I'm saying like compared to, you know, uh, random Redditor. Like the, the Redditors, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Twitch yeah. chat or something. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll do way better than people think based on that, but. I don't know how we stack up to the US normally because mm-hmm. I see all these netplay tournaments and I don't know if they're also leveling up as fast as we are or not. Because to me, I think Europe is way fucking stronger than it's ever been. And like I, I Ice, even though he's played for ages, he's improved more in the past like couple months than or like the last two tournaments. He's played like completely differently from how he played back in the day. And it's like he's making all these changes. Um and it's so dope. I really, really like how we're improving, but I also don't want to put my pressure on me. I also just want to do well at Summit and, you know, we'll see what happens. Not going to think about it more than that. I, I just think we're likely to do better than people expect. So you're saying Europe's the best it's ever been right now? Yes. Or 
yes and no. I think Europe is way better uh, at like a mid level, and mm. I think our top level is sort of a combination of people improving really fast and also stagnant players. It it uh, it's hard for no, me to say. I agree. I 100% agree with you. Um, Europe, yeah. I mean, like, it, it comes down to um, how much you want to weigh Armada, I think, is kind of like a dumb thing. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't it, think it's I like when you talk really... about how Fox does against Puff on stages, you can't bring up how, how HBox does, right? Because it's yeah. like kind of unfair. It's like a different beast entirely. Um, so if, if you kind of discount like Armada uh, or even Leffen if you wanted to, like, if you just look at the everything below that, Without a doubt, in my mind, in the SSBM rank era, I, I think Europe is stronger now. Um, I think very highly of you, and this is not uh, just to butter you up. This is this is the truth. Uh, yeah, we we've think, been on the train for a while, been on the pip train for a little bit. Uh, no, I, I think that uh, if we had uh, like the ability to see you at, at international tournaments, I think you would take a lot of names uh plus you you know i think highly a solo battle obviously frenzy just won this big thing ice i will never not be on the ice train Prof. yeah when we just for reference at genesis when wheat and i uh when wheat and i were in the venue and found out that ibdw ice was happening we went to and we watched the set ran and over. afterwards yeah we ran over we watched the set ice ended up losing just one to three or something and wheat and i just gushed about how good ice ice looked and like oh my god if he didn't just sd his stock this could have gone to game five like ice ice could win this yeah. like he's gonna be back in top eight at a super major at some point like we we're we're big believers on him yeah I, I don't know i i think there's like seven to eight people in europe who in a like the way that just in terms of like the eye test and how they they seem to be trending i think there's like seven or eight people in europe that that could be top 50 in a yeah in a given i year. agree and that's and not, even, not even counting Sechi. You know, yeah, I just took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, so I, I agree, and I think the I think the way I and Frenzy play specifically, I think would do very well in US-based tournaments because we are two players that are extremely focused on playing the game better than you, and not really the opponent, and that works very well because you know if we go somewhere we're gonna punish harder than you and we don't really have to learn your habits the same way we just have to execute the game plan and um i think it's kind of hard in europe in general to um like i, I really struggle to look at the trajectory of players right now i think it's very difficult for me because um the reason i feel like we keep losing to Triff, for example, is because Triff plays in a way where he's extremely solid mechanically and you have to match that. And if you don't match it, you're going to lose 3-0 every time, even though you've gotten like comparatively better than him since last you played. Like he might only have improved, not like that much, but he was already so good that, you know, it looked just as dominating this time as last time. And I feel like there's so many players that... I feel like they're constantly improving so much, but the results are still like somewhat the same against you know the top tier because the, uh, the, the the way we play it's just very brutal in that way. Or it's like every edge we get, we just win, right? Uh, and I think 
it's very encouraging to see. I feel like that mentality has always been strong in Europe compared to the US, but it's definitely gotten even stronger recently. And I think ICE is a very good example there because, you know, to me, ICE was always the player that I hated watching the most. I've had the, I had a huge vendetta against the way ICE played because ICE did this thing where he played neutral like the best player in the world and then didn't kill you. And he just, <laughs> he just kept doing that over and over and winning eventually. But now I feel like, he, at least in the Fox matchup, and even like the fact that he... Um, uh, this time he didn't beat Frenzy, but he has beaten Frenzy before. And I feel like in general, he's starting to like catch up in terms of, you know, hitting really, really hard. And uh, uh, I think that just works really, really well when you travel out of region. Suddenly it's like, imagine you go to the US and the US is filled with players who don't really care that much about hitting hard. Because honestly, you don't care as much as we do about, you know, abusing every advantage. This is a point that's come up at the last podcast. But we we really try to push every advantage as hard as possible. And if you go to the US and you, you're like comparatively in Europe, the type of player that doesn't really do that, I feel like you're going to get rocked because the US has way more players and way more diverse play styles where it's like, oh, you're the neutral god. And you go there and it's like, oh, we've played tournaments four times a week and we, we're better on the pressure. And we, 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 I've played 800 foxes with similar styles to you and it's really rough. But if instead you're the type of player that says, oh, I'm meh in neutral, I'm not that good. But then they hit you and you disintegrate. You just like get Thanos snapped. Then it's way easier for those players to perform well out of region. So I think if me, Frenzy, maybe solo battle, but I'm not sure. Uh, I think if we free go, we'll probably do way better than expected because we're sort of like that type of player. And like Sechi and Prison, of course, but I'm talking about the like super active players right mm -hmm. now. No, I, I think you're right on the money. Um, and Edwin, I can tell you have something that you want to say, but uh, before, let's, let's, uh, let's see who you got. Pipsqueak. If you could play any top player at Summit, like who who do you want to play the most? Then this might be in friendlies. This might be in tournament. This might be you trying to like get an SFAT win so your stock can go up and you can get a bunch of Twitter followers. Or this might just be you playing whoever so you can learn more. Like who would be the first person you would want to play? Um, so I want to play everyone who I played as a coach. Because I want to mm. see how I compare now that I'm like on the controller and, you know, don't really feel handicapped the same way. For for the reference, for context, I when I went to Summit as a coach, I'd only been on the box for three and a half weeks, if I remember correctly. So I, I was very early in the switch. Was um, that a real box or is that your shoe box? No, it, it, was a, it was a wooden box that I borrowed from. You play friend. frame one now, right? Yes. Uh, I have it right here. Do, do, do. Shield, you know, it's a good controller. Um, regardless, the, um, the, uh, the one I really, really want to play is Plop. I really, really want to play Plop. And the reason I want to play Plop is because he was the one player in the entire place that I played that made me go, oh, I'm not losing because of my execution. I'm losing because I'm taking all the wrong spots. And it was like the, the type of thing where it's like, Against most players, I feel like it's very easy for me to say, okay, these two things are why I lose. And I just do these two things and I lose, I fix them, I come back, I win. And it's like, that. that's generally, it's very easy to have that improvement mentality. With Plop, it was like, 
oh, so this is a wrong position. This is a losing position. Oh, this is also a losing position. Oh, really? <laughs> so you're telling me that this too is a losing position. I see, I see. That's very cool of you. And it's, it's sort of like very, I really look forward to when I get in those spots to see if the changes I made since then make it feel, you know, Maybe I'll win. Maybe I'll just like come back and it'll be like, oh, now it's one or two things. Now, now it's these things I have to work on. Now, now it's not nearly as overwhelming, right? So that's why Plop is number one there because he's the one player who really made me feel that way. Was it any particular character of his or just across Sheik. the cast? There's only Sheik. The uh, Fox I felt was the same as any Fox did. And, you know, it was just the Sheik. And I, Europe chic, not really the strongest region for that character at the moment. We don't really have that many, so uh, that that's part of it. And I have played a lot versus Spark recently. Uh, free frame net play. We um, it's a bit laggy, but it is playable. And that so so I I do have more matchup experience than I did then. But it, it it's still one of those things where normally I'm so sure that this is the one thing I'm gonna just fix this. Give me two weeks, I'm back, I'm in the lab, and now I go back and play, and I do better. I might, might still lose, but I don't lose the same way. I lose in another way. It's a new, exciting <laughs> form of loss. Uh, while with Plop, it's sort of, it's so hard for me to, you know, feel confident about that. I really want to go there and see, like, what, what what's it like now, you know? Interesting. Let's make it happen. If yeah, you don't, yeah, uh, I mean, make it happen by you, uh, yeah, I'm going to enter all the, uh, the LIVO <laughs> events, so I haven't been entering super much, but I caught up with studies and stuff, I'm going to stream more, and I'm going to enter all the weekly like LIVO events, and uh, hopefully doing that is what I need, we'll see. Hell yeah. The only other thing I'd want to mention, just with regards to giving international players opportunities, is that I think that like people have this idea of like if you go to Summit and you and you lose in bracket you lose both your main matches and you're out of the tournament that that itself is like proof or that it's disappointing or that like someone didn't live up to expectations. And, it, and I, I think that kind of like, I, I can understand why like an individual competitor might feel pressured by something like that, but it's worth noting that like summit has some of the best players in the world at the event. Like if you're the 16 seed at summit, you could reasonably be, you could still, you could still be a top 30 to 40 player in the yeah. world and mm -hmm. have to play Zane round one and then play like play ginger and losers, you know, like that's not, that doesn't tell us anything that the real benefit I think that comes from going to summit for players who are trending upward is just giving them more exposure to top level players and giving them more giving, giving so, them a yeah, variety of time or giving them time to play against a variety of play styles and people they otherwise wouldn't have. So for what it's worth, you present, frenzy you know any any group of these Euro european players on the circuit could go and i would still see it you know provided that you're still in the scene when in a year and two repeating yeah. that i would still think it would be worth it so i agree and i think uh for me specifically i had a huge complex for the longest time that i thought europe just sucked because i uh, uh i went to one u.s event and I didn't realize that you didn't play on UCF at the time. So I uh, I played at Genesis and my controller couldn't shield drop. It had it ha uh, couldn't <laughs> dash back at all. I had zero dash back rate and uh, the notch just broke. Uh, so I had like three things break at the same time and Damn. I placed really badly. But in my head, I've, I've never been the type to like blame my controller at all. 
but I lose this way and I just think, oh my god, I'm so bad. And then I held that for ages and, you know, tried improving as much as possible. Uh, uh, then it turned out, like, not too long after, the person I lost to beat Leffen. So, I mean, it, it didn't feel nearly as bad after that. I lost to Lovage. Uh, and uh, so, so I, I come back to Summit as a coach and I don't... So I, I took that pretty seriously. I wanted to take a... Uh, um, I, I wanted to, you know, serve as a coach as much as possible. But I did also play a lot of players. And it was so weird to me. I'd only just switched to the box and I was like, what? They're not force talking me every game? What's happening? So I think uh, coming back and, you know, uh, seeing how I stack up now would be very interesting because my opinion went from like, these are these unbeatable gods of the game. They're, they're these, uh, they have every situation under control. They never, ever mess up. And then I play again and it's like, oh, I, I know. I can keep up. This isn't that hard. This isn't that bad, right? Like, th this is very doable. And uh, I, I think coming back would be very, very interesting for me. And I, I obviously, I wouldn't be mad if someone else earned it more than me. Uh, Friends is currently 10 points above me in the circuit, but God, I'm going to try as hard as possible to. 10 of the smallest points ever. <laughs> you got this. Uh, this is true. I mean, like you said, I, I think anyone, uh, Europe's so strong right now. Any of the people who are vying for it, I think would be amazing. But uh, no, you're a friend of the podcast. We'll we'll uh, rig some seating or something to get you in. Um, so we're going to take a short break. And yeah. after we get back, we are going to, uh, you, know, you talk about going to America. We are going to go to the best part of America. We're going to go to the Ed Edwin Budding Stock Exchange. And uh, we're going to sell, trade, we're going to do everything. So we will Spot's be right off. back. <laughs> we'll See be right back later. with that after the short break. See you guys. Welcome back, guys to the Edwin Budding Stock Exchange, a not-so-new segment of Waiting for Game. Basically, what we're going to do... This is the second is time we run it. How is it not so new? <laughs> Can it only be new once? Are you going to cramp my style here? Or you no, I, I, I don't want to cramp it? anyone's style. I'm sorry. So, so <laughs> I've made a new ally. We mentioned that you and I were allies. Now no, I'm here cramping your style with wheat. We're, we're oh, jeez. Yes. You're just switching sides here. You, you yes. can't be doing this. Anyways, here. so here's how this, to, uh, this is going to work. Try to shake my hand. Put your hand up. Are we doing this? Is this oh, a yes. thing? No, other way. <laughs> you got to okay. raise it above. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Pretend like it works out. It's too late. Whatever. So, so we'll point photo, is, we'll Photoshop it in later. So I'm gonna introduce different segments, right? The the long story short is I'm gonna ask you seven questions. You're gonna have like 30 seconds to answer them. I don't actually keep track of time. Maybe I should, but basically, just you give a you give an answer, you get a short explanation. There's gonna be seven questions. At the end of the seven questions, I'm gonna read out the score. And then the winner, the person who answers the questions the best, will get a minute to talk about whatever they want. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Let's start the stock exchange. So for our first segment, it's going to be called buy or sell. In other words, I'm going to mention something that has value or that is a stock in the Melee community. And you're going to tell me whether you want to buy this stock or whether you want to sell it. 
Are you ready for the first question of our buy or sell segment? No elaboration or anything, just buy or sell. No, well, give give a sh short explanation. Okay. okay, okay, okay. 30 seconds or less. Yeah. All right. Question number one, buy or sell Niklas 2912? Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, I'll buy. Buy. I... I would initially say sell because I don't want to buy mid tiers, but uh, no, I, I don't think people really uh, know who he is, and and I, and I think that because of that, he keeps on winning. Obviously, in in Europe, you know, he's doing a little better than thought, but than I thought. But uh, yeah, let's send him to America. Let's let's make him annoy all these Americans. Uh, buy. Yes, I yes, want to see that super, happen. Super buy. It, it sent to America. Super buy. That I need. You need to experience this. Super buy that song. <laughs> Okay, that ends the first question. The second question of the buy or sell segment is Plups Fox. Pip, take it away. Sell. So, uh, Sheik's too good. Uh, dislike his fox. It's not nearly as like special to me. Good movement, but it does everything the Sheik does, but I am a little bit worse. Sell. Go Sheik. Hmm. I'll, Except uh... it's Puff. Buy versus Puff. Yeah, I'll I'll buy because uh, I I think seeing him back at SCL with mostly Sheik and uh, and and the qualifiers as like basically all Sheik uh, really showed his you know huge improvement. Yeah. But uh, the second Hbox gets back on land, uh, I'll buy that Fox because that Fox is coming back out. Yeah, I, I buy it versus uh, Puff, but sell. I'm buying I'm buying it low because we haven't seen Puff yeah, Fox. Yeah, in a same, little bit. same, same. We buy it. I'll low. buy it low and I'll sell high. Buy at the dip. <laughs> okay, and for the final buy or sell question, buy or sell wins over Hungry Box in 2021. Wheat, you go first. 2021. Uh, I'll buy. Okay. Those sound great. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, it's like it doesn't. I, I mean, by the time we finish this uh, podcast, I'm sure someone else random is going to have another win on him, uh, and, and that only makes it better in my mind. It's like one of those stocks that you buy because you like think it's funny, but like you're losing money the entire time. No, I, I want to sell. I'm selling because I, uh, I really just want to see him. I don't want to see him as dominant as before, but I want to see him like at least be consistently one level instead. It's of, truly you know, like a monkey ball level. scenario. It's like yeah, I wish like, Hungry Box was worse, and then somehow we get this. Yeah, escape. it's like bro, the, the, the I can pick a level. That's sort of like what I feel. <laughs> I feel pick a level because I I looked at him versus Sane and I'm like, "Wait, you're top 2. Like what what's this? Why why are you doing this well all of a sudden?" And uh, no, why did you get free owned by this other morph but then like keep it this close versus Sane? So, uh sell. All I right. need you to keep okay. consistency. Okay, we we got to move on. So, I'm going to go into the second segment, which is yeah. called Is this a bubble? The segment was previously called Steal or Scam, but I figured is this is this a bubble would just communicate the point a little better. Okay. And by yeah. I I mean Ambi suggested it be called Is This a Bubble, so we're running with it. So for the first question on the Is This a Bubble segment, tell me, Pipsqueak, are GameCube controllers a bubble? Yes. It's not not even a question. Yes, they're the biggest bubble of all time. They fucking suck. They we need better GameCube controllers, like a Panda or Goomwave or something affordable, or or a Smash Stick, ideally, something like that. GameCube controllers are the biggest bubble or scam ever made. I hate them. They 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 should all burn. All right, we. <laughs> uh, do you count Goomwave 
and, and stuff like that. Is that GameCube controller? Or do you mean like from Nintendo GameCube controller, like as is? Wait, you got to answer the question. Oh, Mike, I'm trying to clarify. Fine, I, I refuse to answer this question because I can't get it clarified. Give Pip the point. Easy. All right. Easy is this a bubble an eSports You still didn't answer the question. No, he, he answered it. No, I'm asking you. Did Goomwave count as controller? No, no, move on. It's You lose. Yeah, it's okay. Thank you. you All right. Is this a bubble an eSports certification? We tell me. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't. I, I, it's one of those things where it comes out of the gate and everyone already knows it's dumb. But uh, same with NFTs and, and somehow, like, you're going to get NFTs in your lunchboxes. So, uh, no, I don't think it'll be a bubble. I think this is a bad idea that will only get bigger and bigger. I guess bubbles get uh, big. <laughs> uh, I want it to be a bubble, but I, I have to agree. I don't think it's a bubble. And maybe something good will come from it. But uh, at the moment, yeah, no, they're probably not. But I wish they were. Yeah, it's going to be funny because you got to like show your esports certification card. But then also you could just have someone who has a degree in event running and that'll supersede all that. All right. And then for the final, is this a bubble question? Slippy tournaments. Is no. it a bubble or are they a bubble? I don't know. Who are you asking? Pip, you tell me okay, why you're no. shaking your head. No, they're not. They're not going to be as big as now, but they they will continue in some form. They're way too efficient, like amount of like time spent, you know, hosting, getting venue, and all that. Shit. Cutting that down and still having this good of an experience means they'll always have, always have a place, no matter what. They probably won't be majors, but they will exist, and they do certainly have a place. I don't think they could ever be a bubble in their current spot, and they they're only going to get better. I think they're amazing. And we. I agree with everything you said, but that makes it a bubble. If you have a thousand person tournaments and okay. then suddenly they don't exist it... anymore, that's a bubble. I'm saying it's a bubble. They will continue <laughs> to exist as like 20 person events and they'll be great and they'll be very helpful for the community. Definitions. That's okay. definition bubble. All right. <laughs> but then we're heading. It won't go down. <laughs> okay. We're going to be good. It's so a great I'm just going to let you guys know right now, you both are tied at 3 3. So okay. the next question is going to be the final one. It's going to be the tiebreaker. I mean, if you clarified about a GameCube controller, <laughs> and it's going to be the one be in here. that determines this is, this which is... of you will get your minute of fame. Okay. So here's the final question. This is in a new category called Market Watch, which is basically where you make a prediction. So we, I want you to tell me, outside of Leffen, which European player will finish 2021 with a positive record versus triff uh solo battle <laughs> i think solo battle is the easy choice but um i, I i'm here for it I, I think solo battle is amazing and uh triff i, I don't know man I, I, what, I don't know what's going on with his controller but as long as we keep seeing this marth and cheek and stuff that are fox and falco uh i, I could see solo battle having a, another nice plump four two record or something <laughs> So I can't pick the same one because if I do, I uh, we automatically tie again and no one wins. So this absolutely your reasoning sucks. could be better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I also kind of don't. Solar Bell's the only pick. It's the <laughs> only one that makes sense. It's pick like pick yourself. Me. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So here's the thing. I think Solar Bell, if 
might not because Solobel is kind of meh against Fox. But if Solobel like pops off against Fox and learns that matchup, it's guaranteed solo battle. There's nothing Drift can do. But if not, it's like, uh, yeah, what do you do? Uh, uh, me. I got to figure that out. I've been studying super hard versus Peach. I'm picking me. It's me. All right. This was a bad pick. Wheat, I am so sorry to say this, but you have now beaten our first two guests on this segment. Really? You I are thought, the winner. I thought Pip's confidence in himself would uh, win him the point. Pip had too much wavering. <laughs> wavering uncon- <laughs> the Don't talk about him like he's not here. The- <laughs> Let me get my minute to talk. Pip, Pip was not declar- <laughs> declarative enough. Wheat, you got a minute. Take it away. I just want to talk about the importance of really when you're telling, when you have a question that's supposed to be succinct, really uh, understanding what the audience is going to hear. Uh, So when you say a GameCube controller bubble, well, we're in a weird situation. What does a Panda controller mean? What does a Goom Wave mean? And when you have proctors who don't even, you know, answer these questions really makes you wonder why you're even giving them clout in the community. Um, so with this minute, I should just say anyone who's following Edwin Budding on Twitter, don't unfollow, but consider who you're following. Uh, and maybe you didn't even follow Edwin Budding. Maybe you followed today in smash and is, suddenly now you're get. following Edwin Budding. This is, this is what I get. I give, I give him the victory. We, we need a guest to come on and dethrone weed. He's get stopped <laughs> on. He, don't he, interrupt he... him. It's just one minute of in, uninterrupted. Don't interrupt him. So, I told you I wasn't keeping count. It's vaguely we're, we're being loose with time parameters. Man, he can't even count to sixty. Yeah, I, no, it's it's honestly very pathetic. I gotta, I yeah. gotta agree. What you lost to him? You're not supposed to be taking his side. I'm trying to court. I'm trying to court. It's, one it's, of it's, it's close to Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <sighs> Oh my god. Whatever. This segment is done. I hope you enjoyed winning wheat. Uh, I enjoy the you've beaten of, two. Uh, you've, be, you've beaten victory. two guests now. You're demoralizing them. <laughs> no, I was having a good time. I'm happy one. I I can't. What what was I yeah. gonna say? I have nothing to say. Yeah, good. Yeah, competing with my good friend Pip. Uh, doesn't matter who wins. We're we're the real victors. Yeah, yeah. What he said. But uh, it, we are coming up to something where the real victors are not the friends we made along the way. It's actually the people who. Uh, beat someone in Super Smash Bros. Melee. We're looking to Summit Champions League Week 3, which is going to be a really big one for um, the tournament as itself, as a whole, because this is the last one that's going to have an open qualifier to get those last four spots. You know, the I don't know if you guys know the format of Summit this year, uh, or um, SCL this year, but uh, it's going to have 16 people like the people who finish in division one and two are going to move into a 16 person bracket in winners and losers. And it's going to, God, I hope this isn't sensitive information. I'm sure this has been said before. Yeah. I don't think I'm leaking anything. Okay. I think you're in the clear. Yeah. The format, it it just came up exactly what you're saying. So, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so, uh, the top six are going to qualify for the actual bona fide summit itself. Uh, so this is going to be the last time, you know, we, we have the the people who qualified from last week who are in, but there's only four more players who could possibly make bracket. And, and like, we're getting, we're getting really close to it, man. We can smell in-person tournaments 
we're getting so close. This is possibly one of the more important weeks of uh, SCL that we've ever seen. I have to make an addendum here. You say this, I haven't even gotten my first vaccine. It's a long time away. I'm very much sitting here, like, you know, the, the guy watching on from far away going like, yeah, we're starting soon. We're starting real life bracket soon. Yeah, you're very much uh, Squidward in the window. No, yeah, I, exactly. I, dude, we'll put you in a. We'll, yeah, we will. Have, have, have a you know a PC screen with me. Just walk me around. We'll put you in a little bubble or something. I'll get Aiden cool. to make a special Hamster bubble, yeah. and you'll nice. just like roll around the greater LA area. <laughs> Throw you in and out in the bubble. <laughs> I feel yeah, so I'll, iced I'll, out. Yeah. I I don't have anything to contribute to this bit. <laughs> there's no bit we're just talking about being in a bubble yeah, it's just truth it's just truth dude I, I, we're gonna put him in a big bubble. i'm just jealous okay you you two are having a good time talking to each other cracking jokes back and forth remember oh, yeah, when, we best of friends. when we had this when i mean we talked about before hardcore. we went live it happened before we went live i don't know if that yeah i don't know counts. if there's even recorded evidence of that man yeah i know me neither wow so if so if it's not live it's not a true friendship or camaraderie. Look, I'm just saying, I don't know where your proof is that you two ever got along. Yeah, like uh, Twitch streamers don't exist outside of streaming. What are you talking about? No. I know that the, no. I'm not looking at Twitch, but I assume we have probably thousands of viewers. The thousands yeah. of viewers are watching us and they're seeing this great friendship. And yeah, 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 exactly. uh, if you ask them how close you two are, not no, sure no if they'd be saying, you know, the same thing. We I had agree. such a good thing going at the start of the show. Then you you joined the the dark side. I don't know if I did. I think I've always been here. I think you're the one who's uh, joined the dark side. Joined. All right. No, why don't we you're talk making about fun of matches? my pronunciation. Really? Okay. I thought wow. we were friends. I what do you? I I don't even know what what you said. I just heard you said you said join. Move on. Move on. This is hard to watch, Edwin. You just yeah. keep spiraling out of control, yeah, digging is... yourself deeper and deeper into this hole. Wait, I this actually don't understand. What... <laughs> I actually don't understand what just happened. That's what you call content, huh? It's never coming back. Well, how about this? <laughs> the people who have really dug themselves deep, deep into a hole are the people in Division 2 currently. <laughs> Which are? I thought uh, you were going to talk about Ginger, Ginger having to play Zane. <laughs> I mean, well, that's hey, hole. that's a hole. <laughs> if if there's a hole, that's a hole. But uh, I mean, Division Two is scary because if you lose one match, you are into Division Two relegation, as we know. And then, like I said before, dude, if you lose to that that hot player, whoever that hot player is, uh, you you're out. You don't you're you know if you want to make it through Summit, you gotta get voted in or something. Uh, and, and last week we saw a lot of really strong players who ended up getting eliminated. Like, you know, uh, we could see, like, uh, let's say Sunsei loses to Albert or something and then plays Kodoran in Division Two relegation. Like, it's it's yeah. scary. Uh, so I, I can send you guys the bracket if you guys want to look at no, some I, of the I matches. Yeah, we, we got now. it. Um, let's let's hear some some predictions, some thoughts on this, because I think there's some, some juicy ones here. What do you guys like what we're going to see? We, like in, I trust you when matches. it comes to odds, okay? And I want to ask you something. What odds would you need to bet on Gatsu versus Mango? <laughs> I'd oh. need like 40 to 1 odds. Oh. No, I, I, mm. 
like literally anyone else but mango i would i would bet uh all of the melee sets patreon money uh and if you want to throw money to that that betting pool you can do so at patreon.com backslash melee stats uh but yeah uh, i i am like i would do it all for god i'd bet it all i there's not a player uh, dude i think he beat plop right now i mean i don't really think he's, that but i but i would I mean, bet it good but Mango's also very, very good in that matchup. So I, uh, I have Mango's hope. path, his path to grant grants this is is very like ridiculously like, good. Yeah, it's quite Don't favorable. Don't have to sugarcoat it. I mean, it's F, it's F, if S Fat beats uh, Withrobe, I mean, we might have something there. But uh, even then, I think he's uh, pretty good against Fox as well. I think yeah. Mango just in general. Uh, but honestly, I. If Sane, if SJ beats IBDW, Sane has a hard bracket in comparison. But if IBDW beats SJ, I think both of them are very clearly very favored to, you know. Yeah, but this has kind of been SCL, right? Like, yeah. as good as the second tier uh, <clears throat> North American players are, it's kind of always been Mango and Zane. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. last SCL, we we did see, uh, I think none took a set off Mango. I know Face Roll. We saw did. Face Roll. Yeah, um, so yeah. definitely some scary people in his path. And, and like you said, yeah, this is Gatsu into winner of, of Wizzy S-Fat is definitely something that uh, would look good if you're a Mango fan. Dude, when S-Fat, do you remember when S-Fat beat Mango like three times in a row? Yeah, it was like a shine and then Clutch City Clash. Uh, what a strange... I'm not an like, S-Fat hater, but that sucked. What like, a strange am I allowed to say anomaly. that? I could I just say that straight up sucked. I, well, I, it straight up no sucked because we were watching the Mango's Losers run live and we thought he was the best player at, at Shine. <laughs> what was it you said? Two two Shines in a row where Mango was the best player and didn't win the tournament? Well, he didn't... Uh... What kind of stats are these? What kind of well, dummy stats are these? These are wait, you real could, stats. Wait, you can could, you could explain this. Uh, watch the dash dance that <laughs> that Mango does on Dreamland versus Hbox, and then tell me he's not the best player in the in the whole venue. I thought stats meant facts, but th- these aren't facts. I'm I'm starting to become a friend of Edwin Budding here. Uh, you you're you're into deep. No, you're you're not gonna be a friend of Edwin. Um, okay, and, right. and also, I I wanna uh, you're thinking of Shine 2017. He lost at to Sfat at um, Shine 2016. Because that was in 2016 where he then lost to uh, mm-hmm. Clutch State Clash. How's that for stats? Good stats. Okay, thank you. I'm uh, just sad that I won't be able to. I'll, I'll watch these and I'll watch them at 4 a.m. And uh, I'll wake up the day afterwards. Wait, hold on. How does he get good stats for this one? I'm the one who brought brought that up. Because you were wrong. You said it happened at Shine 2017. No, 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 no. I, I said he beat him in 2016 three times in a no, row. And I, 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 said, I said at Shine 2017 he was also... This you fit your criteria history. of no, being no, no. the best I was, player. I wasn't saying that his stats were like better than yours. I was just saying they're good to make him move on. So don't worry about it. It's fine. But but mine are better. Yeah. No, this is sad, okay. Edwin. Move on, move man. On. <laughs> God, it, you know, like, like I, I'm kind of glad that uh, I'm kind of glad that we're all in the same boat for Division One because I think the I think Division Two has a couple like really yeah. interesting matches yeah, that yeah. i yeah i genuinely could not like tell oh, you who, who would be favored yeah, well hungry rocks cobalt soon say albert i think will be interesting too but moki ben and kalamazoo plup like those are basically like two matchups of like long time established or like 
players that I think most people would see in the top tier, like Moki and and Plup, versus like rising stars like Ben and Kalamazoo. Huh. Like you're I think that's flame for Kel and Kazu, a rising star. Yeah, well, Kalamazoo is you're incredible. Not, you're not really wrong. He's he's been a consistent player who now Dude, has. People- Suddenly become like the best peach player since Armada. Dude, Sorry, pe- people act like people <laughs> act like one set where Mango went Falcon in the next two games and sandbagged does like somehow outweighs Kalamazoo's like incredible uh, run to from being like a stock away from winner sides of grands at Four Loco. And his whole like resume over the last like quarter of a year has just been phenomenal. Like this guy oh, is yeah. legit. He's so well, good. Here's the thing. Uh, ben is way more recent than that, isn't he? So in my head, I don't consider yeah. Kalamazoo a rising star. I just consider him a star. So I, I, I consider ben him a rising the... star because Back I think on my most side. people. I think most people had Kalamazoo as just like a consistent player, not mm. someone that not someone that could like beat Moki. Uh, you know, for whatever it's worth, uh. beat beat Mango and beat like IBW in the stretch of like such a short time. Like to me, that is such a that's such a significant yeah, a jump up from from what in that case, I, think. I agree. Yeah, but but you're right that Ben, especially as of recently in the last like month and a half, I think has really turned up his play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a big Ben fan. Yeah, no, I, I wonder think, how he'll do uh, that I don't know who will win that. I think all of those matches are going to be incredible. Like I, I literally, you know, I, I could pick favorites, uh, but all of them I, I think are kind of toss ups in a way. Uh, Hbox Cobalt, I assume, will be game five, and Hbox will pop off and and get forty thousand dollars through gift subs. Um, and Cobalt will SD. He'll 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 side be off the stage. Yeah, in the he'll, most, like, he'll inconceivable way. He'll try to like uh, up air off. <laughs> he'll try to like up smash or something like fall off Randall and and up air. I don't know why he's on Randall at this point, but he's suddenly on Randall. Uh, yeah, no, Cobalt's gonna choke this. But uh, he'll do it in a fun way. I'll enjoy watching him choke it. The greatest SDR of all time. There's been no there's, better. I think there's the effect here where Hungrybox, I think, loses to Rising Stars that he hasn't played before. But I think he does way better versus uh, the people who he has a ton of experience with offline as well. So I think yeah. even, even if I might on pa- pipe, uh, paper say that Cobalt uh, might be like a really interesting and hard match here, given how they both like performed recently. I think the fact that they have experience from beforehand just makes me as a viewer more likely to think Hbox wins. No, I agree. I mean, yeah, I uh, I talked to Edwin about this. I was so confident in Hbox winning his Smash Summit ten pool, uh, despite the fact that he was like, people were like, he shouldn't even be yeah. invited. Exactly. Uh, I, I was like, no, he's gonna win the entire pool. Like, it was like what S Fat Gatsu face roll. It was all these good people. I was like, no, like S Fat None Pew Pew. Yeah, we. I gotta say, like, you have a strange insight into when Hungrybox <laughs> will do well. And oh, knowing when sure. he's gonna do do bad, like you, yeah. like he just like I, I think I've mentioned this in the in the melee stats podcast Discord server before, but I mentioned how like before Smash Summit ten, this is a period when Hungrybox, you know, he had just lost a tournament to Dawson, like he was he was looking like pretty pretty shaky, and I texted Wheat and I said, dude, like you see a Smash Summit like pool looks really tough. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's making a bracket, and Wheat was like, dude, get this weak shit out of my face. And I asked him, I was like, how are you so confident in Hbox? And we'd like, what, you think like Pew Pew is going to beat him? You think Nun's going to beat him? You think Face Roll? I've never seen a more free pool in my life. Like, Hungrybox was... is not only making it to the bracket, 
if he doesn't face Zayn or IBW, he's winning the tournament. <laughs> I need I need you to calm down. You're you're stumbling onto secrets you don't want the answer to. Uh, you you need to you need you need to for your own safety not uh, pursue this topic anymore. Yeah, don't go down the H box rabbit hole. On the, yeah, f- fair yeah. enough. We, we could we could talk forever about this. The, the, the point is, wheat wheat knows when he'll do well. Wheat just yeah. knows. But yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's not paid. On your <laughs> on your point, Pip. Um, I, I yeah, I think you're right. If you take a player who he normally has like a lot of uh, sets with at majors, I think he he will actually do pretty well. Um, I think Cobol is definitely someone to give him a run for his money just because of how long they've played. I, I put him in like the Gatsu tier of uh, people who could like conceivably win the set and lose the set, right? Like uh, if they played at Grands at like a polarity, I, I would expect it to go to set two of Grands. Um, so this is definitely an interesting one. Uh, we, we are constantly redefining what HBox is. He is... He is an entity that we cannot put into words. Well, well, here's the thing, right? We have new information, new critical information that we will determine like how much it means is the fact that uh, apparently he's been playing on, uh, what is it, 60 hertz? And uh, <laughs> uh, no, oh, no, 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 it was the uh, adapter. Um, it's uh, something. It's so, and yeah. then it's going to be something again. And then he's going to lose to Ben. And he's like, I've been playing in black and white the entire time. Uh, it, <laughs> I don't... It, Maybe, but I think this time I did think it was valid, and I am kind of interested to see if it actually makes a difference or not. We'll see. Okay, well, he just got like I'm fifth not, at a tournament, losing breath. to Bones and Koyashi. So okay, I did, I didn't know this. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, in I'm, a different I'm world, that would have been its own segment, right? Like, in yeah, a different, but true. we're just so used to it. Can you imagine if that happened at like? genesis like an in-person genesis <laughs> imagine this happened two or three years ago and we just like replaced that dominant streak with just this random loss to you know kuyashi and who was it i remember bones. Uh, bones. Oh, bones yeah imagine this happened at like genesis 5 or genesis 6 or something that would be something like that and now it here doesn't... it doesn't it gets two minutes on here if that yeah but yeah uh i think each of those matches will be interesting and like I said, you know, that could determine who wins or who gets into SEL's uh, week four, which that determines who gets into Summit. So yeah. I got to ask, who's making it to bracket, do you think? Like, who who's making it to week four? And then who's making that top six? What I need some hot takes here. Wait, how does this work? So the division people, because they're going to go to division one relegations. Or, so and then they get. Yeah. Yeah, so do they so 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 do can division two people if they win here and then lose and then win again, do they get bracket or what happens? Or do they have uh, to win both do they have to win the relegation here as well, the division one relegation? So let's say like Hbox beats Cobol, yeah, uh, and then ends up losing to Gatsu. Uh, yeah. Um that that's still division two. So yeah. that that's losers bracket um mm. so so he'd still be in right um the only way you're not in the bracket the the last week is if you lose your division two match and then you lose your division two relegation to one of the open uh. players so if you lose oh, to like yeah. slug or whatever you know whatever random very good player is going to make it as part of that four 
axe maybe maybe not against slug but just axe being, being <laughs> axe, axe could make it um we could see some names but like it, it is scary you know six slots aren't a lot and if you put no. someone in losers you know if uh like we say you know if hbox does end up in starting in losers or whatever i think that's really hard there were times where that might not be the case but right now for him to make top six through losers i don't know i think of all of these i think the two uh in the division sets that i'm interested in obviously plop but i don't want to mention plop because plop mm -hmm. is just too good uh but i think kalamazoo and sunsei are the two that i have like the most stock in at the moment uh yeah. not not uh, not because uh, or rather i think moki and ben are super good as well but I, I think they're probably like a little bit better, but trajectory wise, for some reason in my head, just as soon as Kalamazoo are the two that I like think will come ahead this time. But I don't know. How about the, this? This is rough. Let's let's put your money where your mouth is. Soon yeah. saying and Keizu, do either make top six? Do either get qualified for summit? I have to check the bracket first, but Well, I we don't so, know what the bracket's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This but is this is just a I think soon say. I think soon say probably uh, the things I want Ben to do it. I want Ben to really do it. So if I had to vote on someone, I I would one hundred percent vote on Ben. But it wouldn't be like you know this is because this is I think the highest likelihood that would be plop. Mm -hmm. But the the mixture, the the half heart, half uh, uh, you know brain says uh, soon say for some reason. Let's. Uh... I, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with soon say also. Um, I right. I just think uh, I think plop is a bit of a tall. I, I know I just gushed about Kalamazoo before, but I feel like Plup is still like a pretty tall order. I also think Sheik does extremely well versus Peach, so it depends on if he goes Sheik or if he goes Fox. But if he goes Sheik, I think it's a very, very hard time. I feel like we're talking about a bunch of different matches at once. Um, yeah. How about this? Let's determine as a group what the six that we think will qualify will be. Uh, I'll go first. I'll say I think Zane will qualify for Summit. Mm. oh my god <laughs> i know weird. i'm a little crazy i mean we uh, can rattle off the top ones mango saying uh ivdw uh i think are all free like locked in i also think probably uh i think S2J so is pretty... I'll, I'll throw yeah, four yeah. to S2, s2j and then we got uh we got two more can i throw one in yes uh the the way that our world works is so interesting and time feels we feel like we know it, and yet it still brings so many mysteries. Hbox, Hbox is going to make it. <laughs> He's going to yeah, make it. To I summit. think so too. He's going to qualify to summit. I think somehow it's going to look like it's meant to be. Somehow his loser. He's going to be in losers. Somehow his losers bracket path is going to end up like snaky in this very perfect way, where he plays all the people who he can beat, and it just brings so like him right to or something. a plump like fifth place. So the, this is interesting because as a European, I've realized we haven't had that many. Uh, this is a script. This is scripted moments recently. It's mostly been you know, oh, everyone's playing and having fun. But I think mm -hmm. uh, we we kind of need that dynamic back. So we need a the, little bit. The of The script will writing. appear in full form. So we got yeah. our six then, because you guys already said soon. Say I'm going to keep you to that. Uh, so we, I, so I, I I didn't realize the format because in my head I was like, unfortunately, uh, you already agreed to it. This okay, is a binding right. contract. Move on. It's for the hot takes. All right, so so the melee stats waiting for game. Top six people who are going to uh, make it into Summit. Zane, Mango, IBW, S2J, S2J. Hbox, and... 
Who Soon wants say. to say it? Just gonna say, yeah. I don't. Mm, I'm not gonna say anything. I don't know enough. I'm a European. I I watch these at like 4 a.m. Do you think I watch them like <laughs> and, and analyze who's playing better and who's playing worse? No, I lay in bed and I fall asleep before the tournament finishes. This is the life of a European. I will say, just like look, just like looking at this in terms of the relegation. Uh, I just noticed the loser of SUJ IBW plays Moki Ben, and I think I feel like that's so tough uh, for whoever. I feel like that that's such a brutal draw for anyone who gets dropped there. So like when I'm picking when when we're picking Sunsei, that's because I think he has a relatively favorable like path to qualifying for Summit. Yeah. But I think but I think it's gonna be a lot harder for yeah. I think it's gonna be a lot harder for some. I mean, like even then, than, it's hard to look at a week three or... bracket and predict what a week four bracket's gonna look like. Cause uh we don't even know what the matches I mean for they that. could do they, it, you know. Yeah, I, I also wanna mention the fact that I think of all the people in division two that soon as they could play, I'm least sure about the result versus Albert. I think uh, mm. I don't know at all if that's even like a given because Falco uh it's one of those things where if I haven't seen the particular Falco, it's very easy to uh, be surprised because every Falco, Falco is the type of character that has like 10 times the tools of every other character. So each Falco plays completely differently. So even though I say Sunsei, I think uh, it's very worth noting that Albert is not out of the running either. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely... if Albert beats Sunsei and like runs into S, like if he plays S Fat, I think that's a relatively more like, in, I think that's a little, that, I think that's strangely doable for Albert. Yeah to come back i think it's going to be such a sick event um Same. like we're, we're getting into the thick of it man this is all the groundwork it's all laid so if we can get to this point uh i am i'm very excited for it Same. now pip we, we got some uh we got some hot questions for you so we okay. asked around to um our patrons are, are uh, and we can uh, field some questions from the Twitch chat while we're doing that. But, uh, but we got some questions for some people who, uh, for some people who are big fans. Hit All right. Up. So uh, first one, probably the most important thing. What is your opinion on Updog? Uh, so that's the name of uh, Nikki's uh, new pet that uh, he, I think he, I think he's adopted it now, uh, or his parents have, and I think it's a, uh, it's honestly one of the cutest uh, puppies I've ever seen. So I, I, I really like Updog. I'm gonna be completely honest. I think Updog is a, uh, I'm, I'm a bit jealous. I haven't had a pet in a while, so I, I, I like Updog. I'm, I'm a big Edwin. Fan of do you know Updog? Do you have any questions about? what it possibly is, is it's not gonna work on me <laughs> how, how how old do you think i am you don't know i think i do you think i played into that out of ignorance i just have to ask no all right to i'm gonna ask things. the i'm gonna ask the second question pip yeah? are there any players absent on slippy you're hoping to still see when we get back to LAN? so number if, one is present but yeah. Uh, do you want U U.S. players or EU players? Or I was gonna say let's do a split. Let's let's hear some uh, EU people and then we can hear some uh, U.S. people. Uh, main two are Prisant and Sechi, and um, uh, then I also probably want to see um, <sighs> Glory. I, I think Glory might do. Ooh. It's the type of player to do better offline, and I hasn't, haven't seen him enter anything. But I think uh, those. I like are that pick. Players that I expect uh, to do well offline. Um, and then um, in the US, um, 
this one is hard because I they fade out of public memory so fast. But um, I had a pick. I had such a good pick for this, and then I immediately forgot. And now I'm really mad. No, this is not okay. Uh, sorry, I have to check the top 100 really quick. We can move on to the next question. Oh, yeah, I'll really quick, find this name because I forget the tag. Uh, God, I hope it's not like Crush or something. So no, I, I guess in the I, meantime, I, I guess in the meantime, Pip, what's your favorite matchup in the game involving Fox and why? That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. Um, it's probably Falco. Um, it yeah, it's probably Falco. I'm pretty sure. Uh, also, number one pick, but it's not US, it's AMSA, by the way. I really want to see AMSA back. Nice. Oh, yeah, no, I remember where it was. It was Fiction. I want to see Fiction back. Oh, uh, yeah. Good picks. Do, do, do. Yeah, I think I think Fiction, Face Roll, and... Um, do, do, do. Uh, have we seen anything from... Uh, what's his name? No, Spot isn't American. He's Australian. What am I saying? No, that's not use either. Yeah, uh, yeah, those are the ones. I want to see Spud, I want to see Fiction, and I want to see Face Roll are the main ones. Well, unfortunately with Spud, he's not playing. He's quit Melee completely. Has he? Oh, yeah, wow. he just doesn't find the game I, fun anymore. I, uh, I believe in the power to for Melee to boomerang back into people's well, lives. I, I don't want to... I, I hate... So that's something I hate. I hate when people like... Is, I, I think it's fine to respect that they're gone if they want to be gone and if they come back that's cool but I generally don't want to put the pressure on them so I, I'm going to just say that in that case I'm switching the pick to uh, uh, Samu I really like Samu's oh. play I played him earlier today or uh, yesterday that was really fun uh, so I want to see Samu, I want to see Fiction and I want to see, I want to see Face Roll as the main ones well, um, what's your favorite matchup that doesn't involve Fox oh that's really fun I love that uh so oh, I really enjoy um, Marv Falco from Marv's side. Uh, and I really enjoy, uh, as a more relevant pick that to me, because you, you may not know this, but I am uh, currently working on a Captain Falcon. And uh, I'm working <laughs> on him for a specific matchup. I'm working on him for Marv. And that matchup is so fun to play because it's really brutal and really difficult, but it's way more rewarding than the Fox one, even if it's hard. And I've been playing it so much and I'm having such a blast that I think that's my favorite non-Fox match. Yeah, I caught I caught you in prison play, playing the matchup. Uh, Damn, what happened ago. to the Squeakachu? Uh, box mainly. Uh, I'm, I'm also just the fact that I, I think Pikachu probably does better. I think Pikachu does really well in that matchup. There's le lots left to implement from both sides, but the issue is that you can pick an Isis versus my Pikachu, and yeah. it's not gonna be pretty. You can't pick an Isis versus my Falcon. It's not gonna be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so he here's an interesting one. Uh, how do you feel about the way Leffen talks about the European scene? Uh, so I, if Leffen ends up catching this, I don't want him to take this the wrong way. I think Leffen has a habit of uh, talking in a way where he sounds like he has information he doesn't have. And he talks as if he's an authority on a subject that he 
either knows very little about or makes a ton of assumptions about. And this constantly tilts me because it's one of those things where in my head, it's just better to not say anything if you're, you know, if you don't actually like know why people aren't playing or there's some other stuff as well. There's like internet stuff with Germany and talking, there was one controversy there where I know for a fact that all of the stuff he was saying that Germany should just do, or like this player from Germany should just do, they'd already done and it didn't work. And it's like every single thing had already been done. And he talked like it was the most obvious thing in the world. And in the same way, I feel like talking about why people aren't entering and like how good or bad Europe is and all that stuff. I feel like in general, I just tune it out at this point. I don't find it like super useful information. I feel like the way, the reason he's talking about it this way in my head is because he wants to sort of tilt people into playing more and, you know, proving him wrong. And I think that's a very toxic way to do it. And I really dislike that as like a driving force uh like and a good example is uh i i've worked very hard at melee and i worked very hard at everything else and i'm balancing like as best as i can and investing basically as much of my time as possible into the game and it's really weird when he has none of that information to like just call me lazy to my face as if he knows better about my situation than I know about my situation. And I feel that's sort of like how he approaches, you know, talking about a lot of stuff. And uh, because of that, I don't really put a lot of stock into it. I think he has some points. The, um, what's it called? The, uh, um, uh, he, ha he had a Twitter thread about like how often he thinks you should attend tournaments and like how you can practice for friendlies and you can practice for tournaments and their different skill sets. And after reading that, I got a little bit of the fact that, okay, he thinks even though you might be getting better, it doesn't matter if you're not, you know, putting yourself under tournament pressure constantly. And, uh, I can see the point, but I don't agree with the way he's like, you know, presenting the opinion. Mm -hmm. So th that's my take on left. I'm talking about Europe. I basically mostly tune it out at this point. <laughs> I think it, I mean I don't want to get into this because I don't want to I don't want to get into this clip that you're going to get into. Uh, it's I, fine. I, I'm not I, friends I think with you're, him. I think I, you're pretty. I, like, I don't think he's going to hold it against me. I I like the guy. <laughs> it's mostly that I also want to be upfront on it. I can like the guy without you know mm -hmm. liking how he talks about Europe, and I think he agrees with me as well. There, that's completely fine. Yeah, it comes from a place of thinking. He's doing the right yeah. thing. And I appreciate that because uh, I feel like there's a lot of games that have lots of people who talk like he does and don't try to, you know, it doesn't come from a nice place, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, even if I don't agree with the methods, I think he does genuinely do what he thinks is best for the scene. And I also, I want to point out, even if I dislike how he talks about Europe, he's holding Levo like every week. And obviously he's not the only one doing it. There's a couple of TOs behind and all of those deserve recognition as well. But it is still like a pretty huge thing. And there's so many things that make it clear that he is trying his best for Europe. And I will always appreciate that, even if I don't agree with everything. Well, speaking of Europe, uh, I guess we're running a little late now. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the yeah. final questions for a bit, but... One of them is who wins in a crew battle between Europe and the West Coast of the United States? Who's on the West Coast? It's Mango. Uh... Oh, we already talked about how you don't know geography. So this is yes. very fun. Uh, specifically American geography. Uh, but it's like, no, I, I have no idea. 
Florida isn't there, right? <laughs> this is good. No one tell yeah. him. Don't look at the chat. No, I was pretty sure it wasn't. I don't look at the chat. I don't have that shit. We're gonna make you do a sparkle quiz right after this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't watch your stream. What do you think? I have a shout out? No. Uh, uh, da, da, da. No, I. So my obvious answer is gonna be uh, first of all, Leffen. Is he in or not? Sweden is not on the west coast of of America. Bruh. <laughs> I'm very. <laughs> very shocked that you got this wrong god i wish it was on the west coast of america that would be so sick Dude, oh my imagine, god imagine imagine pangea how many tournaments we could have okay so we don't have to go into the discussion about how the speed of light isn't fast enough for melee net play but uh we can also uh, not get into the discussion on if uh, I happen to know where Sweden is on the map because I'm fairly sure I do. Uh, All right. No, my count question was, yeah, count le- does count box Sweden- left. How about this? We'll we'll oh, okay. meet you halfway. No. Uh, so I think I, I think US has it pretty much no matter what. However, I think uh, first uh, no matter the crew or yeah, no matter the crew size, I think Sweden has it. Uh, no, uh, don't clip that. Uh, I think the U.S. has it for um, just the fact that I think we have a couple like really good players, but every single good player I feel like does worse in crew battles. And it's also just the fact that the way we play, I don't really think it works that well as like a first game type of thing where it, 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 it's like you play someone in the U.S., you're just surprised immediately. I feel like when I go there, at least, it's like, okay, this is way different. And I think that doesn't really happen in reverse. So I think just no matter how good we got, if if we didn't travel to the US a ton and like get used to it, we'd probably still lose. But as it is, we're also just not as good players. So, I mean, I think it's a pretty clear victory. It would be fun, though, and I don't think we get stomped. I think no matter what, we keep it like somewhat respectable. All right, and here's a here's I think the final one for tonight probably. Um, if you make it to Summit and can bring a coach, who will you bring? I I think I know your answer here, but I, I I'm but I'll I'll let you say it. So there's only one pick here, and it's uh, unfortunately uh, th- this always feels wrong to me. I feel like I'm double timing, but it's not gonna be my teammate. It's it'll be present. I have to bring a present. We're, we've, during I the pandemic, we've been talking like every day and playing every day and all that stuff. And I, I would never bring anyone else. We also like most of my recent improvement comes a lot from just talking about the game with him and exploring stuff and getting practice. So it, it, it's him guaranteed. It, it wouldn't even be back paying back. It wouldn't even be paying back for you know him bringing me as his coach during Summit. It wouldn't even be anything about that. It's just who I want to bring baseline. I do want to thank Summit though. We uh, we weren't like that super close at that time, but I think after our Summit trip, we started hanging out way more, and now we're super Damn. close at just everything. So thank you for that. That that's super dope. I didn't realize this, but Summit is where it all comes back from. And you, want, I want to thank you. You want to thank Summit, and I want to thank you because you are such an incredible podcast guest that you're willing to stay up until what? It's almost five a.m. over there. You think I stayed up? No, I stayed up until 1 p.m. and then I, or 3 p.m. and then I went to bed and I woke up right before this. So, yeah. I, I would not be, this would run for four hours <laughs> if I stayed up. I'm very, uh, you have to be clear on this. 
but I appreciate the vote of confidence that you have in me. It's very Look, kind of you. All I'm saying is that I would not do that for a podcast if they asked me. Uh, I barely okay, do this podcast. Truth? You want to hear the real truth? I it's forgot like... I was on a podcast. I forgot I was booked here. I was staying up. Wow. Or, or my my internet died, and I was like, I guess I'll try and go to bed. Like this sucks. I have no internet. And then I check Twitter on my phone, and it's like Pipsqueak is appearing on the podcast at three a.m. tomorrow night. I'm like, I guess I can't go to bed, and I have no internet. What's going on? <laughs> so I mean, it was it was a. I guess I'm just that nice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, no, it was a blast having you on. You were a really fun guest. And for those of you listening and watching, if you like this show, you can support us at patreon.com slash melee stats. I thought you were going to shield me, but that's Yeah, fine. that's yeah, generally that. the case uh, where you're supposed to shield the guest first. Um, no, no, no. No, don't worry. Oh, that's right. How about oh, this? I'll God, shield, shield for you. Twitter.com backslash pipsqueak underscore TV. Oh, my God. I shield before the guest. Uh, Twitch. Pipsqueak. What's your, what's your Twitch? Uh, it's, it's the same as Twitter. Pipsqueak underscore TV. Do you have a live journal or something that you need to plug that might not have made I, it to sweden I, I don't even know what a live journal is but it sounds dope i mean no uh, don't follow me a live journal it's gonna be some spam bot because that's all my name ever is so uh no but that those are pretty much it. i do youtube stuff a little bit but yeah twitch and twitter mostly twitter because i never showed up so i mean the Thank you. And uh, honestly, follow me over at Melee Stats. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, sub to my Patreon at Melee Stats and all that stuff. Beautiful. And the, your your Melee Stats YouTube. Uh, yeah. The main channel, which of course has your your yeah, films just, uh, and yeah, your you secondary channel, the Melee Stats Archive, which has podcast uploads and, and other yeah, yeah. Uh, fun bonus content. Yeah, of course. Yeah, all I really you. liked my uh, I really liked my uh, uh, video on uh, bananas and um, Michael. Right? Michael, yeah, you yeah, made you a, did great a great video. Job on that. That. Yeah, thank you. I, I I did a lot of research, and uh, it really shows. I got a ton of good comments about that. So, uh, re- really, shout out to myself for doing that. It's very kind. <laughs> you're you're one of a kind. You're probably yeah. the the best gift that uh, melee has, probably ever had. Okay, now we're getting too far. I need you to sh- I need you to shut up before you doom me to like you know a life of valuing myself too high and egotistical ramblings. This is going too far. I'm out of my comfort zone, but I appreciate it. <laughs> but also, I will buy into it if you keep going. All right. Well, let's not go any further. Yeah. Then. We don't we don't want to build your ego up too much. Pam, no. you're a great guest. This I appreciate you being on, making time where, like I said, I would not have. And I mean, uh, I Edwin, being here. you're it's here fun. too, Edwin. <laughs> yeah, way past your on. bedtime. <laughs> no, don't don't do don't do Edwin like that. No, that's going to call me old. It's going, yeah, I didn't call you I old. Know. I just said you have a bedtime. He, he may as well be calling me old. old Look, not old, all of very, us have the time to stay up past the wee hours when the daylight goes out. <sighs> This has been fun. This has been That's fun. Uh, I appreciate you for coming on, and I appreciate you, the viewers. Catch us next week on Waiting for Game, where we're going to talk about SEL Week 3, and we're going to look towards that final bracket where we can finally decide if we're right by including Sunsei. 
Uh, see you guys. Peace. Thanks, guys.